Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Joining us on the Harbor One hotline, um, she's the uh, property manager. Basically, uh, she's the boss over at uh, Encore. Jenny Holidays with Gresh and Fourier to talk about uh, the first day of sports wagering in Massachusetts. Jenny, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Uh, so walk us through a little bit as to what it has been like on your end in not only playing the waiting game, but finally getting ready to be able to open the sports book inside your brick and mortar. Yeah, there was a lot that went into it. It's funny. I've been asked so often, gosh, it was such a long wait. And I know, you know, at a 30,000 foot view, it was. But if you recall, the day we all found out it passed, what was that, like 5 a.m., the morning of August 1st, and everybody was immediately saying, oh, gosh, I hope we're open in time for NFL season, which, of course, terrified me because all of the things you have to do to launch a brand-new type of wagering inside a large, integrated, billion-dollar casino resort is a lot. So we had to make a lot of facility changes so that we didn't create bottlenecks of crowds. We know uh, how enthusiastic our Boston sports fans are, and we anticipate a large turnout. So you don't want everybody crowded in at the same spot. Uh, We had over 200 pages of internal controls we had to develop that were based on the regulations that were getting passed almost in real time. So really on our end, it felt like a sprint to the finish. So we're just excited beyond belief to celebrate today. Okay, so Jenny, so for a guy like me who may be a little intimidated or maybe a little, you know, unaware of exactly what I'm supposed to do, I run up, I get in line, I get to the I get to the ticket window. I was like, I want to put a hundred bucks on Duke. No, no, scratch that. I'm gonna put five hundred dollars on the Chiefs. Yeah, that's what I wanna do. Is that basically <laughs> Am I am I am I on the right spot or is there more of a like I guess a protocol to making these bets? Like what should I know? Well, the first thing you should know is we took that into account when we developed our operational plan. So if you are brand new to sports betting, then I would recommend that you actually go up to one of the wickets, which is what we call the live sports betting windows so that one of our ticket writers can walk you through your choices. If you want to use one of the sports betting kiosks, we've actually created an area upstairs next to our poker room uh, that we kind of call Sports Betting 101, where we have employees staffed with the betting kiosks Hmm. to help somebody like you walk through those exact choices. Or if you're a pro, uh, you can walk in and um, scan your phone because we've launched this thing called uh, Bring Your Own Device, where you can build all of your bets in advance. So if you wanted to sit home privately with all of the lines in front of you and go through all of the questions you just asked yourself, you can build your bet online. When you're done, it gives you a QR code, and you can walk in and scan it right on the kiosk. So we tried to address that through several initiatives. Wow. Holy cow. Uh, In terms of the turnout today and, you know, how quickly will you be able to kind of 
compile data, start to get an idea on sort of who is gambling, how they're gambling. Are, are you able? Are you going to be able to at least get some sort of picture as to sort of the the breakdown of the gambler before we go online as well in the middle of March? I mean, we'll know a little bit, but if you talk to anybody who's launched both retail and mobile in other markets, um, mobile really ends up dominating. So we will definitely have some early data. It'll also probably be a little skewed and that we are literally launching at sports betting peak season between the Super Bowl and March Madness. Right. Yeah. Um, so, so we're going to have to have some seasonality to learn what it means. But, I mean, the short answer is, yeah, we'll have tons of data right away. I personally am excited for tomorrow night. There's no big Boston game today. Tomorrow, both the Celtics and the Bruins are playing. So it'll be really fun to see the energy in the place tomorrow. All right, so we're talking to Jenny Holiday, Encore Boston Harbor president. So what can I not bet on? Like, So, I mean, is everything on the table, any sports game that is active that day or that night, I can place a wager on? Or how about even uh, future bets? Uh, yep, you can take you can bet future bets. Uh, there were four restrictions on things you couldn't bet on. So, for example, in Massachusetts, you can't bet on esports. You can't bet on chess. Uh, you can't bet on cornhole. Um, but Drone you can racing. bet on the Oscar. <laughs> yeah, I know, bummer, right? But you can bet on the Oscars. Oh, really? Uh, you can bet on any future sport. You you can bet pretty much on anything. Our bet catalog, uh, I think, had over two hundred and fifty thousand uh, different items you could bet on. So it's it's nice. When you look overall at kind of where the betting industry is going, and I'm talking about from the sports end. Are you worried at all that it's going to hit a bit of a ceiling? I'm curious from how people in the industry kind of view where the industry is going because, as you mentioned, you got a bunch of people out there that know what they're doing, but you have way more people out there who don't know what they're doing. Is there any worry within the biz that people will just come and try it and then just be like, well, okay, I did it, and then they don't kind of hang around as repeat bettors regardless of where they're doing their wagering at. You know, this is absolute uh, armchair. This is not based in data at all. But my instincts tells me that the answer to your question on how well sports betting does in any given market is based on the power of sports in that market. And because of that, I think Boston and uh, the greater Boston area and the Commonwealth at, at large represent a really great opportunity to redefine what that looks like. I, When I go to games, and, and I'm sure you guys uh, can back this up, the number of female sports fans in Boston is huge. And it's not just because I'm a woman myself. There are other games in the casino world that can be intimidating, like craps. And so one of the things I learned a long time ago is take something that's intimidating that has a lot of jargon around it and figure out ways to make it easy to understand for the average person. When you think about how many really avid sports fans we have, it's in our best interest to make it easy to understand. When you're watching a game with people who've placed a wager, it just changes the whole energy and vibe of the involvement and engagement. And it's just, it's a really great way to engage with our teams. And so we want to make sure that this experience is available to everybody, not just the Sharps. So let's just say, I know a lot of, I saw a lot of chatter um, on Twitter and online about, about when Brock Purdy got hurt. And I've, like a lot of those bets were coming off the board. Is, 
is that like uh, you know normal practice where you place a bet, a guy gets hurt, and suddenly those prop bets or who wins or losses is actually money is refunded? Is there any situation where I would be refunded my money if something bad happens, like I lose? <laughs> <laughs> but a normal, you know what I mean? Normal situation, uh, no, some sort of catastrophe or something like that uh, in game. Um. No, so what happens is once you've placed a bet, you've placed the bet. So the odds might change for people who place the bet after you have. Um, but no, I'm I'm struggling to think of an example of where um, a whole bet would be canceled. I mean, I can only, maybe if there was like fixing discovered or something like that. But no, what you just described, those things happen in the normal course of sports betting and the lines move accordingly. Because so, I can easily see somebody placing a bet, like a prop bet, and sure enough, traffic's Travis Kelsey gets hurt, and they probably come to the window and say, listen, this guy didn't even play. I want my money back. I can easily see somebody bitching and complaining uh, well, about there that. Well, were, there were those questions about once Brock Purdy got yeah, hurt, what would happen to kind of some of those, yeah. Yeah, that there's there's definitely some of those folks, and, and I have a feeling some of them might live close to us, uh, but we just have to take those situations as they come. Uh, well, Jenny, thanks for the time. I know it's a uh, well, it's a very momentous day here in the uh, in the Commonwealth. Good luck with everything, and thanks for kind of uh, walking us through it a little bit. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me, fellas. Have a great day. Okay, there goes uh, Jenny Holiday, uh, Encore Boston Harbor president, and uh, getting everybody up to speed in terms of figuring it out. They will. They will. It takes a bit. It just takes a while for people no, but to get acclimated. You, but you know, like in any situation, I can just easily see this happening. Like, well, wait, I want my money back. I want my money back. This game, uh, this guy didn't even play. Well, listen, sir, you're going to have to read the fine print. Uh, there are no refunds. Unless maybe like it's a boxing match and some guy like Fan Man, you know, flies into the middle of the rink. And I can easily see like some of these bets being disputed based on, you know, the natural outcome of the event. But listen, they... they they have literally made it possible for every single person, uh, expert, novice, middle ground, whatever, to figure it out. It's going to make it real easy. They want you to bet. Like, that's the key in this whole scenario. Oh, dear Lord, of course they <laughs> How do. How can we make it as easy as possible for everyone to spend as much money as possible? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.